This is the Iowa State Athletics SciCast. The SciCast is brought to you by Van Wall Equipment. Visit any Van Wall location today to test drive the full lineup of John Deere compact utility tractors, which have the power and versatility to conquer anything this season. I'm John Walters. Today's SciCast is a visit with Ben Bruns and Eric Heft as we get ready for Saturday's season opener against Louisiana. We'll do this each week. Prior to the game, Ben, Eric, and myself will take a few minutes on Thursdays to kind of break down things and take a look at the opponent coming up. Should be a real good test for the Cyclones in week one. We hope you'll enjoy this visit with Ben Bruns and Eric Heft. Well, it's awesome on the uh, eve of our game with Louisiana to be able to talk with Eric Heft and Ben Bruns. And guys, uh, man, it's it's taken a lot of hurdles getting clear just to get to this point. But uh, finally, it's game week, and here we are. And, man, it's, it's exciting to get here. And I, I'm really excited for those players because, you know, we, we know what we've been through. Think what they've been through, you know, yeah. <laughs> these last – a uh, few weeks and months and the ups and downs and the roller coaster. So guys, just your thoughts on uh, how rewarding it is to see those players get the opportunity to play. Oh man, you got to be excited for them. I mean, you know, the uncertainty that they have had to go through, I mean, no spring football, uh, you know, the workouts were very much different uh, than they've had in the past and trying to work around a lot of different things and trying to put a cohesive package together has been obviously a tremendous challenge. And then, you know, in the back of your mind, you're wondering, are we ever even going to play? Uh, Now, I'm sure the last few weeks, as it's kind of zeroed in, they're going to play. Uh, I think the focus has probably really been honed in very sharply. And uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to it against a great opponent. Yes, same here. I I just, I think, uh, you know, one of the things I always watch – is just because we don't have access, uh, you know, like, like we normally would. It's sort of funny being up here around, uh, around the Packers. It's been the same thing, right? Like nobody knows because nobody's in been in camp. What, what anybody uh, thinks about anything. And, and uh, um, you know, it's sort of surreal to even be here in this moment where all of a sudden it's game week. It's like, yes, we get to, we get to go do this and we get to go, uh, bring bring uh cyclone fans everywhere uh, uh, a broadcast so um but when i look at what what uh imagery has come out of the summer out of the training uh time one of the things i look at is what kind of weight are these guys moving around right and and uh what i've seen in pictures is that uh they have been moving some seriously heavy weight and you know, that hasn't always been the case in the past. Uh, think back to strength and conditioning, you know, with uh, um, Gene Chizik's staff and, and what Yancey McKnight was uh, trying to accomplish um, uh, with, with um, you know, in his time in the uh, system. Um, I just, I, I love seeing guys lift heavy weight because, uh, you know, when you talk about explosive energy, um, that's a big part of it. There, there's a lot to do with functional movements, and certainly that's something that um, they've been focused on as well. But, uh, you know, you start seeing three plates on each side of, of different exercises, and you know that uh, guys are strong. And so um, the thing that this team doesn't know yet is uh, how does their work stack up to the work of others? And, uh, <laughs> you know, it's, it's hard to have that benchmark even in a normal season. 
But in this one coming in, certainly you've got the question in the back of your head, hey, did all the stuff that we did and how we did it, how much more effective or, or less was that than our opponent? Um, I, I have to believe that the uh, work the staff did in the offseason to prepare these guys and the work that the guys did themselves um, and, and the leadership that the team has will show through on Saturday. Well, I've always said, and I, I honestly believe this, that the crazier things are around Matt Campbell, the better he is, uh, especially relatively speaking to everybody else. And uh, not that he enjoys total chaos, but, you know, think back to going to Norman, Oklahoma, uh, when Kyle Kempt was going to get his first start and what happened there. Think back to going to Stillwater, Oklahoma, with a one and three record and an uncertain quarterback situation and Brock Purdy going in there and doing what he did and getting that great win against a top 25 team on the road. Um, when, when things are kind of nuts around Matt Campbell, he is so, total laser focused on the task at hand. And I think that will be a healthy thing for this team. Uh, no question. You know, and I think, you know, one other thing too, uh, I think the leadership on this football team, I mean, this year, uh, everything we've gone through that they've gone through, uh, I think it's going to magnify the importance of having great team leaders and, and a great, uh, a great culture around. And I think Iowa state has that, you know, and I think the other thing that I think will could really serve them well uh, as we start this season is the experience that they have, uh, so much experience, so so many talented guys, some some really talented newcomers. We believe that we're going to find out a little bit more about on Saturday. Uh, but I think the experience is a, a bigger factor this year than maybe a lot. Now, Ben, uh, talk about the offensive line. Uh, that's an area where you don't have that. And and I said it back, you know, several months ago. Not having spring football, even if you've got a bunch of young guys who you have a lot of confidence in in that offensive line, maybe more athletic. Uh, but the uh, the fact they had to miss spring football to build that cohesiveness, you know, and, and I don't know exactly what it's been like this fall. Uh, I think that's going to be one of the biggest challenges. And I know Matt seems to be very confident. Uh, I have I have a couple <laughs> nagging concerns about it myself. <laughs> I think that's totally fair. And I think if you're Louisiana – uh, you just throw the kitchen sink at at Iowa State on Saturday, right? You you come at uh, you come at a young offensive line, and you're twisting and stunting all over the place because what do you have to lose? Uh, you want to disrupt, and uh, those are the things that the, that are the hardest for uh, an offensive line blocking movement, uh, whether it's in in uh, the pass game, but especially in the run game, blocking movement is hard and. You know, we talk about it all the time. Sometimes um, you, you get those big play, those gashes, uh, but it makes it harder to consistently do what you want to do. And um, you know, I think that's that's what makes it uh, incumbent on um, Tom Manning and and the staff that are uh, you know trying to decide what to do next in terms of play calling and and even game plan approach. Um, how do we how do we want to try and uh, tackle this given the fact that we do have an unproven commodity up front and certainly some guys with some experience and you think that you're going to be effective, but you've got to have plan a and plan B uh, depending on 
the chaos that uh, ensues up front, both both in the run game and the pass game. And and that's another area where I think um, Matt and staff have been really good in the past. So um, I think Iowa State's going to be productive um, offensively in part just because of how good the skill positions are. Uh, there are guys who can break plays all over the place, but we've got to be, uh, we've got to be capable and functional up front in order to sustain that. So um, it, it'll be interesting. I, I'm, uh, I'm excited uh, because I, I feel like that group really took a huge step forward running the football last year, but in years before that, uh, we had not been very good running the football um, since Coach Campbell uh, got here and is rebuilding this offensive line and getting uh, getting more uh, uh, consistent talent across that group. And, uh, you know, as those guys matured and we started four seniors last year, uh, most of the time they were really good at moving the football both ways. But um, I think we've been successful uh, under – Tom Manning led offenses, even when running the football has been spotty at times and, uh, yeah. and you got to uh, survive throwing it. Yeah, and I would define balance in the Iowa state offense as can you get 300 yards passing and 150 yards rushing? Uh, mm-hmm. To me, that's balance. Uh, it's not going to be like Louisiana where it's basically 50, 50, you know, they do the same amount running the football as they do throwing the ball or in Oklahoma state. That's done that a lot of years through time. Um, but to me, with a quarterback like Brock Purdy, the goal is, you know, 450 total yards, 150 of those on the ground. I think that'd be tremendous balance. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> I'd sign up for that right now. But I think, I think the number one thing is your ability to do both on, on a game-by-game basis. So you have that threat. Uh, you know, you, I, Ben mentioned the, the skill players Iowa State has. You know, one of the things – you know, I think the running back room is with Brees leading it, but I think there are other guys there that are really capable. Uh, the wide receivers, you know, you've got some guys with some experience. A couple guys are going to have to step up. Uh, you know, Iowa State has lost some really good receivers the last, you know, between Lazard and Butler and, and LaMichael Petway. What a, what a find he was last year. Uh, but some got to have some more consistency, maybe some big play guys. Uh, Tariq can be a big play guy. I'm excited to see uh, Xavier Hutchinson, whether he can be a guy. I know they're super fired up for him. Uh, can he can he make plays or can somebody else step up, whether it be Joe Skates or Darian Porter or whomever, and be a big play, a big play guy, yet still a consistent guy? And I think Daniel Jackson's another name to keep an eye on in that right. receiver room, a freshman from Cibolo, Texas, who uh, – you know, didn't play as a senior. He only played one game as a senior and, and may have gotten overlooked a little bit, but was uh, in the All-American Bowl and at 6'2", 210, brings good size. He's already listed as a two, so you know the staff likes him. It'll be interesting to see what he does. Um, let's shift over to the defense for a minute because, guys, this is a game where the rush defense is really going to get tested. Uh, Louisiana is going to want to run the football they have three really good running backs. They have a good offensive line. Uh, this will be a real test for Iowa State's rush defense. Yeah, and you think about how how Iowa State uh, comes into this thing. Um, you know, two really top talents at nose guard. Um, you know, uh, not with us now because of graduation and, and 
Um, so what's the middle of that defense look like? Um, good. I think there's, uh, I think there's enough depth and, and talent, uh, and, and, yeah, you know, Isaiah Lee's a guy that, uh, has been, uh, you know, trial by fire, uh, at times in his career, in West Virginia, uh, a couple years back. And, and I, I think that, uh, there's other good talent on the inside, but I also think that, you know, those, uh, five technique guys are so big and physical, um, that, uh, they can play in different positions and, and, you know, a guy like any of Wazirike, uh, we're in, we're in 58, um, is, is a guy that, uh, you know, will really turn heads again this year, I think, uh, with another year of maturity and development. And, uh, and then there's just all kinds of, of, um, just really different guys that, that you can mix and match in there in different situations. Will McDonald is an absolute game-changing uh, player, and uh, you know how do you how do you have him in more downs than less um, with the rest of the depth and talent that's that's on that uh, um, front group? I think one of the interesting things too, you know, we've been primarily a three-man front. Uh, how, is that going to change this year? Uh, you know, if they play any inside, uh, you know, you've got you know Jaquan Bailey up back for for a year that I you know, could be a really big year for him Zach Peterson you've got guys on the edge that that are really solid any is that x factor along the whole front I mean do you, does Iowa State play more uh, four-man front this year or is that going to be a situational thing you know you got a great running attack you're facing Saturday uh, do you see a little bit more of that I think those are things that we don't know about that I'm excited I'm really excited to see how that plays out. Yeah, same here. I, I think to be able to have that option uh, is is really good. You know, everybody has adapted now to playing against a three-man front. And you see teams start to exploit it differently. Um, when Iowa State first started to do it, it, we were on the leading edge. And, you know, football is cyclical, right? So uh, you, you throw somebody a curveball, then they get good at, at hitting it. And, uh, and then you got to go back to something else. And, and, um, and any variation uh, of, of a theme is going to be productive for a period of time. And, you know, uh, Iowa State all of a sudden has depth, big time depth in that defensive line room. Well, and flexibility, I think, is big, too. And I think one of the things that, that Coach Haycock has done a great job of, and you could say the same uh, on the offensive side of the ball too, though. But get your best football players on the field, you know. And sometimes that's going to vary from year to year, from mm -hmm. position group to position group. But John has done an unbelievable job, I think, of getting his best players on the field. And maybe this year that does mean uh, playing more even front. Today's Sidecast is brought to you by Van Wall Equipment. Van Wall Equipment and John Deere are proud to support Iowa's farmers in the field and Iowa State Athletics on the field. Another thing is, too, can you get pressure with three? You know, and um, it's hard to do, um, but we saw Baylor do it a year ago. They had three really good down mm -hmm. linemen. They were able to get pressure sometimes just bringing three guys and still get to the quarterback. I think this might be a group talent wise and, and physicality with any up to 310 pounds where, you know, if he's inside and you've got Jaquan on one edge and maybe Will McDonald on the other or Zach Peterson, you might be able to get some pressure with three. Yeah. I, I think, uh, I think there's no question that, 
it gives you the ability to have lots of different looks and you've got some guys in that group that can drop into coverage too, you know, uh, play that, that whole zone dog look where people don't know where their pressure is coming from. Um, so I think it, it allows uh coach to be more flexible as you guys have said with, with the kinds of blitz packages that you bring when you do want to bring pressure um, and maybe you're not at a numbers disadvantage. Guys, this has been such a weird off season, obviously. Uh, <laughs> but I mean, no, yeah, yeah, no, no, really breaking news. It, it is, uh, <laughs> but you know, uh, I mean, I, I started doing notes on South Dakota, ripped those up, threw them away, had notes on Iowa, throw the, threw those away, had notes on UNLV, threw those away, threw away my notes on ball state. And here we are with Louisiana. <laughs> and you know, if you're only going to play one game in the non-conference though, I think you have to learn something about your team. And even though by playing a really good opponent, you do run the risk of losing the football game, which some teams really aren't taking that risk this week. Okay. To be honest, I think Iowa state will learn a lot more about its team than some other squads around the league will learn about theirs. And obviously TCU not playing at all. Uh, Their next game is going to be against Iowa state, but as Iowa state jumps right into league play after this, I think you got to learn something in week one and expose your warts a little bit. I think that's one of the benefits that's going to come out of this game. I think so too. You know, you could have had maybe somebody who wasn't quite as challenging. You're playing an 11 win team from last year that has a tremendous amount of of talent coming back. So it's going to be a real challenge, you know, you are going to find out a lot more about your team. I mean, Every team always does after each game if the coaches are doing their job, and I'm sure our coaches are and, and will continue to do so. But, uh, yeah, there's some real exposure here in this game. Uh, I think one of the big things, too, because of how everything has been different, and, and it's always a bit of a challenge, that opening game anyway. I mean, coach, uh, teams can change the kind of attack they use, put some wrinkles in, things like that, of course. You know, but – I've seen the few college football games I've seen, the tackling has been, for the most part, terrible. Uh, and a lot of times early in the season it is. How much have you hit uh, – how experienced are your guys? How good a tacklers are those? I think tackling is going to be maybe one of the single biggest things in this game and which team can really rise and, and, and make those ta- – make the tackles is going to be absolutely huge in this one. And I think it's a real X factor for both these teams. Yeah, and, and, you know, to take that same thing and, and flip it over onto the offensive side of the coin, uh, one of the things that uh, I, I've heard out of Packer camp, um, and, and it's uh, true at Iowa State, too, is that when you don't have to worry about anybody seeing your practices, and, and it's almost like it isn't happening, you can install a heck of a lot more offense than, than you do if you have to worry about some of those other things. And you know, people say, ah, oh, you know, is that really true? It, yeah, it, it really is true. It matters if you, you know, coaches want to keep things back. And, and I think one of the things that we've seen out of Matt um, in his time at Iowa State is the first game's pretty vanilla, typically. And um, you got a really experienced team, uh, especially in the skill positions offensively. Uh, you got a really experienced guy at, at the quarterback who, you know, is the, is the engine of, of your group. And uh, you got to have, uh, if you want to win, in my opinion, you got to push that envelope a lot harder uh, in terms of wrinkles and, and what we're going to bring to the table and, and be further along and install than, than most years you would be. 
And if you can do that, I think you can adapt in those situations that uh, will undoubtedly come your way and, and be able to be successful. I want to thank our friends at Authentic Brand. It's more than just your source for official Cyclone gear. With an amazing team of designers, Authentic Brand can custom manufacture polo shirts, jackets, caps, bags, and beyond for your team or small business. Check them out online at authentic-brand.com. Look authentic, feel authentic, be authentic. Hey, guys, I want to wrap this up. Just kind of playing off what you were just talking about. And Ben, the installation part of it versus maybe the practice part of it. I think with Zoom meetings and stuff, you probably are able to install some things. And the, maybe that with the, especially all these young guys coming into the program, uh, that was helpful. But then there's the practice part of it, going out and getting reps. And, and how could that change the start of this season if you haven't had the opportunity with your full team to have as many live reps as what you're used to? I think it comes back to what Eric was talking about earlier about the offensive line and the cohesion there. And, uh, you know, I think that's the place where it's probably most evident. Um, that group, you know, it, it typically it takes several games to get to the point where you uh, are really clicking on all cylinders there. And, and that's why you see offensive lines where they're not rolling lots of different guys in and out. I think, you know, Iowa State probably still has some question about who's the right guy in what spot up front. Um, and and uh, there are some guys that are really close in battles. And so um, you want to get settled on five or, or you really you want to get settled on like seven guys as quick as you can. Um, one guy that can play both of the tackle spots as a, as a backup and swing in and out and another guy or, or somebody pops out to a tackle spot uh, and then a, a guy or two on the inside that could back up uh, multiple spots. And that way you get the cohesion with, with the fewest number of reps. Um, and, and I think then you got to try and keep everybody healthy, right. And have them perform at a high level. And I think it's going to be really fascinating to see, um, you know, we've got some, some really, uh, good experience by a couple of young guys in that, in that group, uh, basically started two full years, um, out, out of a couple of those spots, but, and, and Joey Ramos is a guy that we think is going to be super, uh, super solid throughout the season, but it, uh, the, the remaining two spots are, are yet to be seen. And, uh, there's a, a whole host of, of different, uh, guys and different body types and, um, you know, different upside that comes into play there. Uh, as you try and make the decision, who's our best five, who's our best six, who's our best seven uh, to be able to go into this ball game. Eric, final thoughts from you. Well, I, we talk about experience and the importance of that. And I think, you know, and certainly Ben mentioned it earlier too. I mean, offensive line, I, I know Matt feels good about it. We're, you know, a show me kind of thing, uh, kind of approach. I'm glad Brock Purdy's playing quarterback. Okay. <laughs> because, you, know, you have to have a guy who can make decisions, make plays. I mean, uh, uh, Brock's one of the best in the country. And I think mm -hmm. when it comes down to it, you know, at times he's going to have to make plays. Uh, and I have every confidence uh, uh, that he will. But uh, I going into the game, the experience on defense, I love. And, and Brock at the helm, I like our chances. Guys, this has been awesome. Appreciate you doing this. We'll do it again. Thanks to our friends at Van Wall Equipment and Authentic Brand for bringing us the sidecasts. And uh, 
Let's do this each week before the Cyclones get ready to play. We'll uh, we'll do this throughout the season. Appreciate you guys. Yeah, can't wait. Yep. All right. Looking forward to it. Today's SciCast was brought to you by Van Wall Equipment. Stop by one of their locations and learn why Van Wall Equipment and John Deere are Iowa's clear first choice. Thanks for listening. <laughs>